0: recording here all
1: right I'm there we go here we
0: live it in color welcome everybody to the operation gray area podcast i got it right <laughs> that <man. laughs> i always forget the area but today i got it right uh the you're joining our host here john Lee myself tim rando and uh this is episode three so three in we took a week off last week had a lot of stuff going on it so, was
2: you know hey sometimes life gets you like uh, yeah life sometimes. happens definitely it happens fast sometimes fool boys it ever <laughs>
0: um but yeah so we're back this week and uh you know we have been working out some details to have some guests join us uh, they're still kind of in motion so we're gonna just take it upon ourselves and just hit a subject uh we have a lot hanging out in our in our pockets here so
2: yeah definitely uh last week uh we we had hopes of uh touching on a subject i won't give the subject away yet but there was a subject i wanted to take on but I, I and uh, both Tim and I personally believe that uh, when you're when you're on a subject, there's only so much that him and I can uh, relate to uh, in a subject. So it's very important to get a perspective uh, from other people's, whether it's a, a conversation on uh, a sexual orientation or my, a minority subject or um it, even crazy things when you know, uh, when it comes to like things that involve uh, ladies and uh, females and stuff like that. Um, I honestly, we, I mean, really, we can only speak so much about topics when it comes to females
0: safely, yes, <laughs> safely, right? Um,
2: so I, what we are working on is uh, like I said, it's it's very, very important to us to get uh, people involved that that they can personally attest and personally speak of on that. so. We are working with uh, getting a group of young ladies together and that because one of the subjects we want to uh, speak on, we really believe that it's important uh, to have them involved on it because I want to make sure we, uh, we, we give that voice uh, to the, these, uh, I don't want to say these people, but uh, people that are directly involved in a way or directly affected in a way that you and I aren't them. So that's, uh, I think, you know, we both agree that it's very important to give that voice uh, to them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, some of you may know or may not, but I'm on another podcast and we attempted to do the the abortion uh, conversation and it's only so far, it's three, it's two other guys and it's only so far that we can go with it. Uh, we did have a, a lady join us, a couple, um, just kind of chiming in here and there, but uh, it's just hard to do without, um, to actually have someone who is really affected by it. So, right. uh, and then I'm sure there's other things that'll come up during that episode as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm, um, which again, you know, we can only speak to so much, so it'll be, I'm excited, I'm excited to do it, uh, just to kind of, to get a lady's point of view and uh, absolutely. Yeah. I can say how I think.
2: feel, but, uh, I'm not a woman, right. so I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I hear how they feel, but I, I, I can't say, well, I heard they feel this way. That's not fair. Uh, And that's, that again, that's taking their voice away from them, which I don't want to do. I want them to have their voice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, If you're watching currently, um, please do us a favor, share this on your page. Let people know who we are. Uh, If you're not watching it live, you can share it when you actually watch it. You don't have to share it live. Um, So it helps us out just getting our name out there. Uh, We were just talking about uh, finding a, a place that we can be a little more um Organized in a studio kind of setting, so we got to make money for that, guys. We got to get get our name out there. So. Yeah, we got to get it out.
2: We definitely got to get it out. It's it's important. We see so many talk shows, Tim, that uh, I'm not going to name any of them. Uh, I don't want to get myself in any trouble. But uh, you see so many talk shows out there where you'll have a a pair of people they're doing something and they're always like minded, so it's yeah. always one sided conversations and they're throwing this out there and throwing that out there and it's always one-sided um and you see it you see it in the news and everything else and i so i think it's important to have a show like this where you have people from we're not on extreme sides uh but we do we do have different political beliefs in that and different views and stuff and um i think it's important to have that where you can have that conversation and again our main thing is to show people that these conversations can be had
0: right i agree um so, with that being said, today's episode um we're going to kind of talk about the education system and not just how our kids are learning or getting information, but also the things that are happening in the schools themselves right. and you know some of those subjects that could be
2: um more gooder. More gooder, yeah. <laughs> more gooder,
0: including our grammar. <laughs> so um john if you want to go ahead and kick it off and just kind of start with something you you feel you feel good about and we'll we'll go from there
2: well you know um kind of one of the things i I wanted to touch on um i wanted to touch on with bowling and some of the stuff that's being taught in school some of the things i know one of the biggest things i always appreciated when i went to uh, high school and i always remember back uh my teacher mrs ardman uh phenomenal teacher. Uh, she used to always tell us about her travels to Egypt and stuff like that. Uh, I remember I hated history class and I hated government class. Uh, Ironically, it's one of my most beloved subjects now. Uh, But I hated it when I was in high school. (laughs) But she not only made it enjoyable, but one of the biggest things I always noticed about her is you never knew her political beliefs you never knew what her personal views were. Um, And and not that her personal views and stuff wasn't important, but she always believed uh, that her job was to teach us uh, to form our own opinion, to be able to take raw, um, unmolested knowledge, uh, just pure knowledge, uh, absorb it in and kind of form our own beliefs with it. And you don't get that anymore. Uh, I, I've seen so many times with my own children, my uh, my, son, my son's going to be 18, my daughter's going to be 16, and I've seen them come home with assignments, and, and I've heard them speak about their teachers and stuff like that, and it, it's blatant. You can all, uh, blatantly tell, you know, which which side one leans towards the other, um, assignments kind of which way they kind of uh, go, in that. and uh, I think that's a big issue in the school system right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I completely understand what you're saying. And I agree. We we went, uh, I mean, we're our age difference is a little bit different, but not uh, not enough that I think, oh, that, nice. yeah, it's not enough that there wasn't uh, similarities. I think, it, you know, I, I went to school in a very small town, and a lot of the teachers there were very old. <laughs> not many young teachers. Uh, you know, I went, for like my daughter's orientation and there were a lot of younger
1: teachers are
2: are very, very, very young.
0: Yeah. So, you know, they finally got the note that if they get to a certain age, they should probably retire because they're probably getting tired of kids. And, you know, they're letting some younger people come in and get those jobs.
2: They were getting to be the age it was going to turn in a weekend of burns. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: But to what you're saying, is that yes, I think that there are some instances where they are sharing a little too much about their personal beliefs. However, I also feel like that it is naturally curious for people, and then also teenagers in general, to to ask that question. How do you feel about it, Mr. and Mrs. Whoever? And right. and then they share it because they, they feel um, compelled to because they probably feel like they're I don't want to say teaching them, but they're they feel like they're just saying it's okay to have an opinion. However, sometimes that may come across as this is I the want best to hear way. Your opi- this is right. the opinion. Yeah, my opinion is this is the um, only way it is, and that I, could be a problem.
2: I know quite a few times, uh, my own daughter, she's come home and gone over assignments and stuff like that, and she's like, "Dad, I don't agree with this." Like the, the so-and-so teacher uh, was saying this or that or teaching this and that and it, it doesn't make sense i don't agree with it i said "Well, did you raise your hand and say mr and mrs so-and-so i disagree i i, I don't agree with this uh, i'm not saying uh raise your hand and mr and so mr and mrs so-and-so you're wrong right uh but I, I disagree uh and this is why i disagree and she's like
1: terrified
2: uh she's terrified like no i'm gonna get yelled at I'm going to get yelled at. We, we can't, like – and I've spoken to a lot of kids to where the belief in the students themselves is that the teachers don't want to hear or be questioned uh, on the, the knowledge that's being bestowed onto them. They don't want that to be challenged. And We're not talking math. Uh, obviously, you know, math is 2 plus 2 equals 4. I, I think it still does now. Uh, <laughs> it's still equal 4 times? um uh,
0: <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna to have to do the the longer version to figure it all out yeah. right uh but
2: you know we're talking a lot of uh subjects you know you we hear a lot of things that are talked on like right now um a big thing you hear people harming about is critical race theory um and uh i think there's a time and a place for history on uh ethnic backgrounds should be taught um there are some places it shouldn't be uh, have a place in that but for a child to be in fear of questioning uh to the, the disagree with an opinion uh that's in like a you know a history class or a government class or something like that that that's concerning.
0: yeah i I feel I definitely feel like it's important for the teachers to be able to, to share how they feel about a certain subject, but <coughs> I don't think that they should try to change someone's feeling on something and make them feel a certain way just because that's how they feel. Um, but I think that's also part of the, the learning process for kids too, is that now, not only do they hear it from home, but they get to hear how other people think as well. Now, kids should definitely not be afraid to share their feeling on it because it should be an yeah. open forum like, okay, I get it. you feel completely different, and that could be because of your you know your parents or grandparents or your aunt and uncle or because you watch a certain news channel more than than others right. or, or whatever it happens to be um, there you should never feel afraid to share your opinion on. Uh, on anything that is considered like current event or, or newsworthy politically or religious, uh, whatever it might be. So.
2: My son had a teacher. Uh, I'm definitely not going to say, uh, this young lady's name. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, he came home one day and I've actually spoke to a, a few other students that was in his class and it is not hidden and it is well known that she is referred to as the feminist man-hating teacher uh and it is not hidden that she shows favoritism to the ladies uh and who kind of gets the attention for what Mm. (laughs) versus the young men um said some things that she has openly said in class. Um, and I, I just that, that's that kind of worries me a little bit,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, I don't like you're there's a difference between sharing your opinion and then your right. your personal hate for something or
2: <laughs> well, and you said something to Tim, uh, and it, it just it really just made me think about it. You said about so many teachers being young now Mm -hmm. versus the old teacher, which is a good thing. Uh, I mean, uh, some of these teachers you and I had, when they were going to school, they were like going to school in Little House in the Prairie type school.
0: Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: But some of the teachers now are, I mean, they're barely just out of college anymore. Do you think that maybe some of the influence in the way they're teaching to young minds is because of the way they're being taught in college now um the way maybe the way some of the professors teach now the way maybe the professors make it because college teaching is way different um than what elementary high school teaching is Mm -hmm. do you think maybe they're taking that they said well i really love this professor and the way they taught and the way their views were because they are that young because let's face it the young generation now they're they have no issues with making their opinion and thoughts and views made and this is it this is how i think and this is how i think and if you think differently you're wrong yeah um do you do you think it's possible that maybe this is an issue that's kind of birthed in college while they're getting their degree in teaching? And then because they're taking a teaching job so young, they're bringing that style of teaching into the classroom to the younger age students?
0: Yeah, potentially they, you know, I, I you know, the one thing about younger people and when we were that younger people, uh, we I swear it was five years ago. It was like two days ago for me. But awesome. <laughs> um, you know, you always want to feel like you're breaking a mold of some sort and maybe bringing something new to, you know, inspire others. Uh, I I feel like right now though, because of the political unrest and the 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 tear in our commu- in our communities because of different belief systems. That um, it it is maybe taken to another level that doesn't really need to be taken to. Um, for instance, if I'm in a math class, I want to learn about how to make a number do whatever or figure out why that there's a letter that that equals something. How to solve you know? the
2: equation,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I don't want to know, uh, you know, too much about your personal view on right. you know whatever political thing is happening at that point in time. I'm not saying that it's not right for a teacher to say, man. Things are crazy out there, right? Um, and you know, maybe have a discussion about it to help people get things off their chest or whatever. And maybe you take a little bit of time to kind of get it out there, just so it's out of the way. Because some things are pretty big, right? They they need to be talked right. about. And I don't think it matters who it is, uh, because I think some people shy away from it, and then bigger problems come up. But ultimately, you need to make sure that people have their, or, you know, those kids and people in general have their ability to say what they feel, acknowledge it, and then just kind of say, okay, it's okay that everybody has a different feeling about right. it. Right,
2: absolutely. And I don't think um, that's happening. You know, and I, I think kind of one of the things you said about, you know, the, the political climate we're having right now, the um, some years ago, they, they started this new Child Left Behind. Um, and I, I've noticed, if you look through a lot of schools, the illiteracy rate um, that, that kids are graduating with. And it, it blew my mind. I'm like, how can you graduate if you're illiterate? You mm-hmm. can't read. How can you graduate? <laughs> it's possible. Well, yeah. it is possible. Um, and I had a young man that uh, I, I was talking to him. He was filling out an application. And I was looking at his handwriting and his spelling. And I was like, buddy, I was like, I'm not trying to be mean here. I was like, I can't read what you're writing. I was like, and what I can read, uh, is I'm not, I'm not the most guterous (laughs) speller, but this was, this was Ross and it wasn't to be mean to him. It was a conversation I was having with him and he said, um, what's that thing they put you on if you're if you have a learning disability or a struggle or something uh, it's like a, a plan they put you on i want to say an eep
1: or an EEP.
0: i'm not 100 sure i know what you're talking about it's not, you not know what sure what the name is that. For it's like
2: it. a plan uh, kids with like, like behavioral it. issues right home, uh, mental health issues learning disabilities and stuff like that yeah special he, needs kind of stuff right. you know and he had said hey you know listen one of my things was you know i had this uh, issue with learning to read learning to write stuff like that so they put me on this plan and that. And I said, well, that's good. They acknowledged that you had a weak area that you struggled with. Um, I said, what did they do to help correct it, help you overcome that? And they goes, well, they kind of just gave me a pass on everything. I like, what? <laughs> I said, so they created this plan to acknowledge that you had a learning disability, an issue, but they did not create a plan how to bring you up to speed to at least the standard. Yeah. Um, and you just kind of got pushed through. So essentially you didn't get left behind in a sense to where you weren't held back in grades to where you were graduating, maybe instead of graduating at 17, 18, you were graduating at 19 and heaven for mid 20. Yeah. Um, so you weren't left behind in that sense on an age-wise, but you were educationally left behind. Yeah. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of places. I Baltimore always comes up. The rate from the public education system in Baltimore
0: is just abysmal. Yeah. Um. So let me ask you a question about that. And you know, what do you think is the the purpose or the cause of that? Is it is it based off of just the teachers are lazy or the program isn't built correctly? I don't
2: the teachers are not lazy. Um. As much as I would like to see us address the issue of getting teachers back to teaching the material, get them back to teaching the class, by all means, make it fun. Yeah, make it fun. Interact with the kids and that. Have fun with them. Laugh with them. Make it interesting. Listen, learning's got to be enjoyable. If learning sucks, you're not learning anything because it's going in one ear and out and the other.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but you know, as far as back, to, you know, kind of leave your personal opinions at home, though. Yeah, as a teacher uh my my kids shouldn't come home and know what your views and political direction should be so i don't think the teachers are lazy i think they're far from lazy i think these young teachers are excited um i think they're full of energy and ecstatic to do a job i think within five years their dreams are crushed um (laughs) (laughs) i think the public school system kind of sees that yeah um i i think uh i want to call it the forrest gump effect you remember forrest gump mm-hmm. the movie you know and the, the mom wanted to get you know forced into a good school and and you know, the principal's like hey mrs gump your 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 kid needs to be here and your kid's here i you know what do you want to do and she goes no my son's gonna have a good education right and well, she went to kind of an extreme to get him into the school, but I, <laughs> now, <laughs> nowadays though, it's like, how dare you not allow my, my kid's not going to feel different than, and okay, heaven forbid to make someone feel offended yeah, or left out.
0: So I think that was my thought on it. Is it, is it a mixture of maybe the teachers or the program on how to get someone that has a learning disability I wouldn't say up to speed, but become stronger in whatever that disability is. And then the parents, on the other hand, get offended and want them to feel like they're normal. And I'm not saying that a kid should ever feel like their, their disability is a hindrance or different because you can work through those things. But when a parent is shielding them from that and saying like, look, we're, we're not, we're going to pretend like it's not there. You're, you know, we want you to feel like you're normal. That's just the same concept as, as the, and I, you know, this is a touchy one and I, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but it's, you know, with black lives matter, right. The whole point is to realize that, Hey, these are black people. It's so, it's okay to recognize they are a black person. They just want that equal, you know, equality to it. Right. So why aren't we doing that with kids with special? Like we recognize well, you have a need that needs to be helped, but you know you can still be a, a, a citizen of this fine here United States and and do I, things, you know.
2: I I've got my own views on the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, um, and we'll we'll cover that. Uh. A, another day
0: um, <laughs> i didn't know what to what else to use well I,
2: my, my, my thought is is you know you say i want equality i want to be treated by uh, the same as everyone else but i want to make myself uh, special and standard out and be recognized differently than so to say um like you just want to be like everyone else but now you making yourself stand out mm. um i i think the tough part about that is is we all want our children to feel like they're the same as everyone else. Uh, unfortunately there are times in our lives where we have to accept we're not the same as everyone else. Mm-hmm. We're not normal like everyone else. But that's okay. That is okay. Yeah. Um you know you don't want to uh, you know look at your kid and say, "Well, you can't do that because you have this issue." And you know they're like, "I wish I was like everyone else." You know, you got to instead of throwing this fit and making the system upend itself and rearrange itself to, to get, and I'll just say little Johnny, to get a little Johnny in there uh, so that they can feel like they're like everyone else. You got to, instead of doing that because you're kind of setting them up for failure. Yeah, um, you're you got to make them realize that what's going on with them is and I've always said, you know, they call it special, special education because they are just that they're special. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: they're not normal. They're special. And it's not a bad special. Um, I've seen people with autism. Where they really, really struggle in some areas that come second nature to you and I. But they they blow the doors off some areas that you and I, we, we just can't fathom. Yeah. Um, I, I got one guy, uh God love him. He tries to send me a text. He's a buddy of mine. He tries to send me a text. I gotta call him because I'm like, brother, I, I don't know what you just sent me, mm-hmm. but it makes no sense. Uh, I can't decipher this. But when it comes to baking, the man is a genius. Yeah, he's a genius. And that's how I tell him every time he goes, Well, I struggle with a uh, a learning disability, uh, or I, I have a, a disability. I'm like, you don't have a disability, you have a
1: gift. Mm-hmm.
2: You have a gift where Maybe some areas you lack it, but there are other areas you just you shine phenomenally
1: in. Yeah.
2: So if parents can get to that, just get to that to, instead of saying, I want my kid to be like everyone else. Your kid's not like everyone else. right? Uh, your kid's special. Um, but you got to accept that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got to work with your kids on that. And I, I think we are lacking in these programs. And I think school funding is a huge issue. School funding is absolutely a huge issue. Uh, You only get so much in funding from local taxes and stuff like that. The schools depend on a lot on government funding and stuff. Um, And I I think the funds are lacking to create these programs, but these programs are going to have to be created to say, hey, listen, I would love to see my kid in a regular reading class. I would love to see my kid in a regular math class. I would love to see my kid in a regular English and writing class. Sometimes it's not happening. Uh, and to have these programs set up, that, and it sucks you don't want to see them kind of separated from the group, but it's, I personally think it's, it's necessary to help them out. Uh, I think you're not doing a kid justice by, I mean, yeah, you got this kid that he's, yeah, I feel great, I'm in a class with my peers, I'm like everyone else, but all my friends are getting B's and A's, and I'm over here with a a D. Yeah. Uh, So now what are the kids doing? Which is the next thing I wanted to kind of touch on this. You have a child in here that's struggling with this. They got this D. Yeah, that's great. They're in a class with their peers, but they got this D or they're failing. And now all these other kids that are supposed to be like him, normal, like him. Now they're picking up. Oh, look at it. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I know it's a word everyone hates, but the kids say it. As much as you hate to use the word, oh, little, little retort over here, getting a D and failing, well, how do you think that makes that kid feel? Right. Because he's in a class with his peers, but look what his peers are doing to him that's wrong. I would love to think that we as parents are teaching our children not to treat a child that's in that position in a manner like that, but children are cruel. They're cruel sometimes. Yeah, they are. <laughs> It is what it is. Uh, so why set your child up for failure so you can say, I was super Karen that day and I made the school system change and my child will not feel different. Hey, go get your hair cut, lady. Relax. Or sir, believe me, for every Karen, there's a Ken.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, relax, dude. Uh, we're going to actually do great by your child and get them this program to where right. they can succeed. And when they do graduate, they're not, because all you're doing, You're setting them up to graduate to go out in the real world to fail.
0: Yeah. You know, I was, while we were kind of, I was listening to you talk, I was looking up some things and, you know, we, we rank so poorly amongst the rest of the world in our, our education.
2: Terribly. Yeah. Terribly. In
0: 1990, we ranked sixth in the world for education. And now we rank 27th.
2: Right what year did you say it was 1990
0: 1990
2: so 30 years that
1: um,
0: yeah that's 30 years ago. what uh. <laughs> well
2: you gotta fit. look at the big thing we do now like uh standardized tests i don't know how you feel about standardized tests i tell my children every year they have these stupid standardized tests they they, they get these tests what do they call them the, One's the Keystones, and uh, what's the, there's another one they do, like, every other year, every so many years, mm. whatever. But it's it's big standardized testing. that goes on for days. Yes. Uh, if you're in this grade, it's, like, math and science. And if you're in this grade, it's, you know, this year, it's, you're doing this. Right. I tell them, go in, write your name on the paper, <laughs> draw a line through the C column, hand it back in, and say I'm done. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. My sister-in-law, Lindsay – She's a teacher. I'm sure she is a great teacher. She has a great passion for learning, for, for teaching and that. But she wants to stab me in the face so bad. Like, oh my god! That's how we're measured, and and how we're doing and that, and how well we're doing as teachers. Now I'm like, it's a poor measurement because they've seen these children come home. All they're being taught is how to take that test. Yeah, and they spend weeks. Uh, In classes prepping for this test. Throw the standardized test out. Yeah. You know what your standardized test, how you're truly ranked, how you are honestly as a teacher, you are truly, truly ranked. The amount of kids that graduate, what their actual GPAs in that class are, the amount of kids, your literacy rate, uh, the kids that you graduate.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, it's simple. I can look at an English class and say, well. You got 100 kids and 90 of them have it A's in them. That's a phenomenal, phenomenal way to measure the teacher, not as the school. Because if you got one English teacher and 90% of them are getting A's, you got another English teacher and only 20% of them are getting A's, what's the issue? Curriculum's the same, uh, unless I'm missing something. So, what's the only variable there?
0: Teacher. yeah yeah it's um i've never been a fan of standardized test, testing myself i'm not a good test taker to begin with i'm a horrible test yeah taker. I, I get oh my God. stupid nervous i don't read things fully no. and you know i've i've gotten better as i've gotten older but um right now like doing all these uh college visits with my daughter they're talking about at this moment they're not accepting sat scores and stuff because of um of uh, COVID because people weren't able to go out and get the testing and you can't just do it online, which they're now working on something like that. So as of this, like her, the year she's going in, she's, they're not, I mean, yes, they can take them. And she did. Uh, and they'll accept the scores, but it's not something that they're.
2: They're not basing an acceptance off. Right. Of SAT score.
0: I wish that would have been because then I probably would have went to a four-year school and did something and got a bachelor's degree as opposed to my associates. And yes, I could have gone back at some point and I can still go back and, and do things if I want to. Um, it's never too late, but it's, it's also very expensive. So- It is, you know, it is.
2: And uh, I, we touched on that in another episode. Uh, yeah. Just the, the sheer cost of yes. an education.
0: Yes. Um, it's insane. But to test like how many, how many people- have dropped out of school because they didn't feel like they were going to be able to do well enough to test to get into anything else or didn't have the support that they needed um, or just felt stupid because they were being left behind. Uh, And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate how many people probably decided I'm not going to do it. Maybe by now they have their GED good on them. They should, you know, at least kind of get that accomplishment done and out of their way. But I also know people that, um, you know, didn't, and they still did pretty well for themselves. But I think it's still, a, it's just a, unfortunately, our society, when they hear someone didn't graduate high school, didn't get their GED, even sometimes when they hear they get their GED, they look down upon them because they're like, well, you couldn't finish high school. And that was super easy. I don't even understand. It.
2: High school wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. At high school hard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not only is it hard because of the things that you're learning for the first time, but you're also oh. trying to navigate growing up as a person. Oh, you're,
2: you're mentally, yeah. emotionally developing. Right. I mean, I, good Lord. I mean, you think college is hard? I mean, all of a sudden you're trying to learn a new thing in math while you're scared to death. You you got an English exam coming up yeah. and your balls finally drop. Right. You're like, Oh shit. Now this is going on. Yeah. Um,
0: so when I, I went to the art Institute of Pittsburgh and I waited a year before I did that. Um, once I went back, I was far more dedicated in my, uh, learning. Right. Because I was like, now I want to do it and I'm paying for it. And then I was also around people that accepted you for who you were. I
1: right. was,
0: I was a minority there. I didn't have crazy hair. I didn't have tattoos. I didn't have crazy piercings. <laughs> I was just some dude that showed up in a sports t-shirt and some jeans and was like, let's learn, you know, <laughs> just some
2: big, beautiful, jolly fellow. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, and I, but I was still accepted amongst that crowd of people who were completely different than me, but we all had the same goal. We all wanted to do something with our lives. And I right. think, that's the cool thing about colleges is is that you do get into that. You realize, Oh, there are more like-minded people like myself that I can connect with and build relationships with and get better. Right. Where in high school, you're around those people for almost a majority of your life, unless they move away or you move away or whatever. And, you know, you kind of fall into these cliques and things like that. Not saying that doesn't happen in college because there's obviously sororities and fraternities and sports and things like that, but it's, it's not as a big deal or prevalent. I think.
2: Yeah. I just, I followed the beer. Yes. (laughs) Um, Hey, you got beer. Yeah. I'll be your friend. (laughs) Get along with anyone. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I definitely think you're right. Um, But kind of wise to So first of all, hey we get rid of the standardized test um i i think that would be huge uh we got to find a different way for it to go and as my sister-in-law and i I love her dearly as she explained to me it was so the reason to them why those tests were so important was that was how the government kind of weighed how much funding you got Mm. as a school so to say like that was like a big key port part of it like I guess if you got better test scores, and they were like, "Hey, this school's doing something great with their teachers," so yeah, we need to give them more money uh, to attract more kids to that area. I guess, and I was like, well, "That's that's really bad." Yeah. Um, so I, I think, uh, and I and I know she'll. The government's got to find a different way to establish funding. Honestly, I personally think they should say, uh, "We have." 300 schools across the nation we have 300 to give off funding each school gets dollar
0: yeah yeah it should be even uh I agree. salt
2: uh, and i know that's kind of tough to do because a school in philadelphia obviously needs exponentially more money to operate uh versus what bellwood school does you know a school has got a class of 2000 versus a class of 50 kids. Yeah. Um. And when I say even, I, I agree with you even, but when I think even. I think it needs to be. Uh. If we have 300 students mm. in the nation, we have $300 money, Each student gets a dollar. Yeah. Uh. And then that would so that way, if you had a class of 2,000 students, you have 2,000 students fund. You have a class of 50. You got a class of 50. Right. Uh, and then that would, it would just be per capita off student.
0: Most of the time, you go into any major city that has multiple school districts. If you go to a nicer neighborhood, you're going to see a much nicer school. Right. And they get that money because those kids are, you know, not from families who have to work all the time and maybe don't have the chance to, right. to, to help their their kids do the schoolwork, and they have to do it on their own, then they're not learning as as quickly or uh, or being as strong in certain subjects that help them do better on the testing, yeah. which then gets them that funding. But that seems very unfair to me to say it does. And I,
2: I think some of those areas. I think if you split down the funding per capita of students, uh, you you guarantee each school gets the, the fair amount of federal funding as that goes. And they can do it the same way in the state also. yeah uh, We have so much in you know state funding. We we divided off the amount of students per student. Um and then that leaves the areas where you get schools like you know some schools, uh smaller schools like Belwood, um Johnstown schools, mm-hmm. Johnstown's you know, lower income areas, even Altoona. Altoona is I think the medium income in Altoona per household's like thirty eight thousand or something like that is what the medium outcome um and and then it lets the areas like, hey, you live in Beverly Hills and your kids go to this high end school. That's great. Uh, but put your money where your mouth is. Um, you know, if you're a little a uh, little better off, uh, don't get me wrong. Don't confuse it with me saying fair share. You yeah. Never hear me say the words fair share when it comes <laughs> with people. who are. I, I wish, I wish George, George Carlin was alive today mm. to do a skit just on that. Um, I think. When I say put your money where your mouth is, you're a little better off. I do it with this, you know. I say I am better off than some people in the area. I've been blessed. God's blessing. Yeah. Um. And so I, you know, the school program struck. So we, my wife and I, we bought a couple of flutes, a couple of clarinets, and that. Uh, we you know had them polished up and clean. We uh, donated a, an electric bass guitar and that. We donated some instruments in that because the school needed them. Uh. And we 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 can afford it so we did it no one forced me yeah um now if someone came to my house and they said well you're better off and so we need these instruments and because you can you have to buy these i would have probably fought to earn you know, <laughs> every instrument in the tri-county <laughs> area now <down>. uh, <laughs> i don't like to be told what i have to do. right um but i i think getting back to what i was going to with this though is so we spoke about, you know, the programs and kind of, you know, some of the funding and schools and the programs that could be used to help alleviate some of these issues and that, but we got to go back to as much as we want the, you know, everyone to feel the same in each class, the fact are they're not, and then you get into a, a bullying issue. Yeah. Uh, you do. Uh, these kids are calling the other kids names and stuff like that. Hey, don't get me wrong. Tim, you and I, uh, when we were younger and we were in school, we'd be hanging out, uh, you know, the, the, your mama jokes and, yeah. uh, you know, a little jostling back and forth. But it wasn't with malice. It wasn't with true intent to hurt each other. Um, you got, I mean, but you got some kids. Um, you know, I, I remember growing up, my mom raised me. Uh, she was a single parent. Same. Uh, she was in a wheelchair. A lot of people didn't know that. A lot of hmm. A lot of people. When I went to school, I bet you, uh, I graduated with my graduating class. I think it was a, a blazing eighty-six students. Uh, but of those eighty-six students that I went to school with, only only two of those students knew where I lived.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I knew a lot of where the other students lived, but probably only two of those students have ever knew, known where I lived, been in my house, have ever seen, seen my mom. mom um and i grew up you know like i said single pa- single parent household mom was very poor she raised me on disability mm-hmm. uh so you know that that whole hot 1200 bucks a month you know had to cover the rent um and i i didn't like i didn't get new clothes growing up. uh like i thought the mall was goodwill <laughs> that was like
1: Woo-hoo!
2: Mom, these shoes ain't got no four tears in them. yeah and they got new laces <laughs> Score, yeah. Um, but I remember going to school one day, and uh, you know, I had a handful. I mean, they're a nice sweatpants, I compare sweatpants. And I, I call it I was ahead of my time fashion because everyone's wearing sweatpants, <laughs> right? Sweatpants and everything now <laughs> that's and, normal now, man. right? Uh, but I, I remember the kids used to, I mean, they used to poke at me, they're like, Oh, are you wearing sweatpants? Are you poor? Yeah, I mean, you can't afford regular jeans all the time. I'm like,
1: No, I can't
2: um i i can't afford that uh and that's the thing kids are cruel um and i see so many of these schools adopt the supposedly zero bullying tolerance and i'm gonna go ahead and call the schools out on this your policies they're bullshit Mm -hmm. Uh, you guys don't hear me cursing a whole lot on here and you probably won't i'm gonna go ahead and say your policies are bullshit um Sadly, Sadly, I, I mean, mean you look back, back you remember that, that poor young man that, that killed himself in Altona High School? Uh, it was just a few years ago. Yeah, um, uh, I remember we had the the, the Belwood High School had the Valedictorian refuse to give the speech because they were like, "No, um, you're you guys are a bunch of turds." uh that you you make these policies but it, it's the has and the have nots and the, and the the that's how people get treated um we create these the schools create these zero tolerance on bullying and that but they don't hold true on it they don't hold true on it. Mm-hmm. um you know you you have this young man i've seen it uh i've seen two great examples i've seen uh young man that uh, participated in athletics. That's about all I can get away with it. The, the team my son played on went above and beyond to make this young man feel part of the team. It was phenomenal what they did for this young man. So it was a great example of how we should be as students. To other students, that may be different than us. Right. But I know of... A young lady that that went to school, uh, and the, the other girls would call her slut and uh, just skank, and oh, you know, your family's poor, and just, I was just brutal. Day in, day out, day out, day out, and, and this girl, she's developed a behavioral issue. I mean, she's she fighting on the bus, fist fighting in school, mm-hmm. and I mean, and if, well, okay, so this is your third fight for the year, so you're expelled for the year. But the school's not doing anything about why the girls develop this behavioral issue. Right. Uh, it could be some stuff from home, but a lot of this from the way she's treated at school. She hates going to school. She hates the way these people, students, are treating her. Mm-hmm. And she's doing what she, as a human, because As humans, we're animals. You break it down. We're mammals. Uh, we're fur-bearing creatures. <laughs> we're <laughs> mammals. Uh as, as mammals, mammals in the animal kingdom, kingdom, we get to a point where we defend ourselves. That's 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 animalistic nature. And that's what she was doing. And sadly she's being punished for it instead of them correcting the issue that's causing it. She's gotta bear the punishment for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I you know, I was I was picked on as well. Like I was raised in a my single mother. We live with my grandmother. Um I probably didn't realize how much we may have struggled because she tried very hard to shelter me from that. And oh, mom hit it well. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I got the things that I asked for. And I mean, I didn't really have really nice sneakers until maybe high school because, you know, I knew that right. I was going to probably blow. So we would get, you know, the Bobos at Kmart and, you know, right. <laughs> and right. that kind of stuff. But, I remember my very first pair of uh, they were suede Adidas high tops, gray, and we got. Them I know what a, pair you're talking about. Yeah, I we, know the exact pair <laughs> you're talking about. We got right? them. We got them at a place called Columbus. It was a flea market, but they had like a, they had like regular like nice new stuff in there, and I'm sure they fell off a truck somewhere uh, <laughs> but i remember man i was so proud of those shoes we got the spray to keep them all because they've got like a suede yeah yeah, yeah yeah you had
2: to waterproof them oh
0: yeah yeah and i was real proud of those sneakers um but like i remember being in high school or actually probably one of the things that i can remember the most and and i'm this is gonna date me a little but uh there was a, a pant that was out when i was and they were called z cavarici and they had this white little thing that went down the zipper. It said Z Cavaricci, right? And they were super expensive. They were like 50 bucks. Now, that was right. a lot back in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, a lot now. That's a lot now, right? I right. yeah, been I buy $20 jeans at Walmart now. I don't even care. Lorelei just went and bought a couple pairs,
2: like 70 bucks a pair. I was like,
0: Crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like those little things that people pick up on and then they just go at you and they're relentless about it. They are. They
2: go hard.
0: Yep. Like you can't afford this. You can't afford that. And,
2: you you know, know. I, I think another area of the school system letting the kids down is. uh, Tim, I I don't know how you feel about fighting. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, and I'll be the first one to say, even though all my years in the military, all my years in the infantry, I will be the first one to say violence does not solve everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it solves a lot of stuff, but not everything. <laughs> um, but I think it's wrong the way the schools have adopted this policy on zero tolerance on fighting. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: I, I think if you have a child that's sitting in class, and I, I, I remember kids, you know, they used to throw a little wad of paper at me and, uh you remember the little uh we used to call them tacos you take the rubber band you'd fold the paper up fold it in half and you'd pull back the middle launch them. <laughs> but if you really wanted to get someone what'd you put in that A thumbtack <laughs> thumb or a paper clip uh, or that yeah but yeah you roll the, the the paper and the paper clip it, and, and that hurt yeah and, you know and then i remember mean, you get hit in the ear with them and stuff like that and i'd get oh man, i get so mad it, but someone defends themselves. You know, finally a kid gets fed up. He turns around and he smacks another kid in the mouth, like, Hey, I've had enough of this. Well, you know, this kid's going to the teacher. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. So and so, you know, I'm, I'm getting picked at. Well, when you say I'm getting picked at, what's that do? It causes more picking. Mm-hmm. And then you, you go to the teacher, that either does one or two things, embarrasses the hell out of you guys. You know, this behavior's not acceptable. hmm. Or, you know, they tell you to stop being a whiny little punk and sit down. And then you go to the principal. Uh, now, the principals now are kind of our age. Uh, and kind of like, why are you snitching people out? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> even though they say, oh, we'll, we'll look into it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll see what we can do. Right, we'll speak with them. You yeah. like, went to your office and rolled your eyes about how it, inconvenienced you that a student was was bringing this issue to you how back in your day well you can't go back in your day because back in our day you met him behind the school at three o'clock you walk a mud hole in someone or you got a mud hole walking you <laughs> i mean it, happened. <laughs> it happens sometimes I've, I've given as much as i've gotten yeah um and it was done and with but you can't do that because when you do that now all of a sudden you're suspended and even worse yet you get the Karen or the Ken because usually the kid is being a little jerk mom and dad has money they got a last name uh you know all now they think they're someone yep. uh, especially my town I live in I'm telling you swear to god I'm gonna catch hell for this <laughs> you can't throw a rock without hitting someone that they either dated each other uh one of the coaches dated someone, or back in the day, the teachers knew someone who dated someone. They all, like, guys spread the gene pool out at all? <laughs> uh, and, and now, but it's like that in every little town. It was like that, Yeah. you know, when I went to Connolly Township. Uh, it was the same way. It was like, I moved there. I was like, well, I was the darkest person there. I moved out there. From <laughs> I looked around. I was like, uh. Are there any black boys? Yeah. they're like, no, we had one of those like four years ago. I was like, what do you <laughs> mean we had one of those? I we gotta go. Uh, yeah, it's December and come summertime when I start getting my summer can going. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing all these boys. I'm telling you, I ain't one kid's already he's working with some yarn on his already. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this. Uh but you can't do that because. Like I said, they, they they get in trouble then, and then yeah. they're suspended, and then they're at home and they're missing school, and mm-hmm. learning.
0: And- I think suspension is there are certain circumstances I think it may work, but in that situation, like oh, so I fought somebody, and now you're going to tell me that I get to miss school? Okay, you know,
2: you put <laughs> me like, on a vacation,
0: right? No, in school suspension. And, you know, here's the homework you were going to have that you've got to now do in a quiet room. Right? Oh, I hate
2: an in-school suspension. <laughs> right? Oh, that works, God. though, right? You
0: don't want to be there, so you're probably going to do less to get yourself in that situation. Right. Where a vacation at home is just just that. But, I, you know, I, I, I don't disagree with you. I think that um, in some situations, sometimes you just got to kind of throw down to get it out of your system.
2: They, they do. I, you know, one of the things I've noticed – attorneys are scared to death to go after schools. yeah they i mean that is like i have a few friends who are attorneys and, they, and they've all told me they're like oh, oh listen yeah, it's kind of touchy bringing a lawsuit on the school i'm like what do you mean and they're like well it kind of looks bad when you're suing at school i'm like you know like, well, what if it's legit and i'm like yeah we get it but it gets political at that point i'm like here we go
1: mm-hmm.
2: so, so you know you, you got Mr. and Mrs. Habs whose kid's a little turd uh, picking on the one kid who's either a special needs or their their arrogance let their head get too filled and too big. Mm-hmm. picking on someone that you know it's on a struggle bus you know they don't have much you know they, they want to pick a poke at it.
1: This kid turned on blast you know this kid's mouth
2: now they both get a suspension. But it's almost like the one kid when he comes back, he's treated better than the other kids treated as a problem. You, you know, and it's 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 a failure. So bad for our kids. Yeah, it is such a bad failure for our kids.
0: Yeah, it, uh, it makes it harder for them to to trust your the teachers and right. the system. You know, the principals, the the guidance councils. Like nobody has their back and again i mean I, I agree with you i i think that you know violence is not always the answer um but you can only take so much yeah right you know um i didn't get into too many fights uh, i've always been a bigger kid um you know bigger guy so not too many people want to push that button
2: at my weight <laughs> in high school tim i'd have been like can I be your red? red, red you know, <laughs> can I be your stempy? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, whichever I'm, one was wet. Yeah.
0: I didn't walk around with a chip on my shoulder either. I was pretty, you know, I mean, I wasn't popular, but I wasn't, I was just like right there in the middle, just kind of there, you know, existing with my friends. And, you know, I, I, I got into one fight and it was over something stupid. I broke a kid's pencil. He took a swing at me. He didn't even get me. I grabbed his arm, threw his arms behind him and slammed his head against the table and told him to stop. And he told me he, if I let him go, he's going to, you know, kick my ass. So I slammed him on another table.
2: <laughs> Started skipping him along. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was, it was dumb. It was dumb. We were kids and, you know, it is what it is. I got suspended for a day. So again, vacation. Um, cool ice cream. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I had a lot of friends that got into some, some scuffs and, you know, one of my buddies got into a fight with, you know the guy who was like the star quarterback and you know he was the one that kind of took the brunt of everything where the other didn't because he was the more popular kid the, he was from the area where my buddy wasn't he moved there right uh as well and it was just you could tell there was a difference of how they looked at at my friend as opposed to right. the other guy and you know i don't want to take anything away from from all parents either i think that some parents say to their kids, like, "Look, be a good person. Don't be a Absolutely. dick." You know?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, I'll be the first to admit I harp on my son all day long. Uh-huh. Be a good guy. Treat everyone fairly. Treat everyone res- res- with respect. Uh, defend the defenseless. Yeah. Uh, you know, stand up for people who can't or have a hard time standing up for themselves. I I draw that point home all day long. Sometimes. My son can be a dick. Yeah, uh, I, I, I won't deny it. Um, and, and I tell parents all the time, hey, listen, by all means, uh, you know, if my son's being a tool bag to one of your kids, your kid is more welcome to just straight busting him in the mouth. Uh, and when my son comes home, you're not getting a phone call from me. Your son punched my son in the mouth. My first question is, what did you do to someone to make them punch you in the mouth? Yeah. What did you do? to push someone that far. So you're not getting a phone call from me as a parent. Your son did this to my son. Um, you're probably gonna get a phone call from me. Um, I need to bring my son up to apologize to your son. Yeah. For making putting your son in that position to, to do that. But you know this is the first step of my son at least trying to make it right. That's the phone call you get from me. Some parents they want to call the cops charges call their attorney yep uh you know oh my son had to go get stitches or my daughter had to go get stitches because of because they were a dick that's why they had to go get stitches yeah <laughs> and this kid got a good shot off at landing one dead square in your kid's teeth yeah uh but it's not like that so tim i think we agree i, I think this is one of the areas um and I think it just comes down because we we both want good things for our children. Mm-hmm. We want good things for our children. We want to see positive things for our, our you know our future children. Our not yeah, our future children. God, oh Jesus, God, no. <laughs> no. I
1: didn't mean to say that. My future children, please,
2: uh, grandchildren later the down the road. Children. Like long, long way. Ten, from fifteen, now. you know. <laughs> I have to start back over diapers at this point.
0: I'm drowning myself. I mean, we're getting closer to diapers. diapers right? So yeah. Die. The
2: only one's getting diapers depends for me. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, we both want great things for our kids. We want good lives for them. We mm-hmm. want them for our grandchildren, stuff like that. So, where do you, where do you think? Uh, so, we got an issue with funding. We got an issue. Uh, you know how we're, how setting, we're setting our set kids for up for failure in sh- that through, you know, some standardized testing. We, we kind of pinpointed on some issues with uh, we think the, some things are kind of brought into the school system that's kind of learned in the college level that's prematurely being brought in, some stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so what do you think affects this, Tim?
1: Uh,
0: so I hate to be the person that, that just throws out, more information, but I think more training in some situations, um, to kind of talk about what is the right thing to say in situations like that. You know, I, even as in the workforce, right. I was always our, our business, we were always like, look, there's certain things that are just off the, off the the table. We don't talk politics. We don't talk religion. Those are the two biggest things that are going to incite some kind of a riot somewhere <laughs> and upset people because we know that people have differences that was with customers. And that was on site because we, we wanted to avoid issues. And for the most part, we did pretty good with that. And as a trainer, when I was training, I had to explain to people coming in why that was such an important thing. Like I understand you have values and you have your opinions about, you know, whatever president's in now, whatever president might be coming in. Or whatever that situation might be i was like but keep
2: that shit to yourself yeah just hold on to it <laughs> keep it to yourself if you guys want to
0: meet at a bar
2: afterwards by all means
0: or go walk over to sheets whatever but it doesn't come in here because that's not why we're here um and if if it's brought up if a teacher is asked from a student well how do you feel about it you know <laughs> It sucks, but I think in that situation, you have to understand the impact you could have on something.
2: It's a, it's a massive yeah.
0: impact. Positive or negative. Yes. It's a big impact. And you have to say, you know, look, I, I do definitely have my own opinion on things. Uh, you know, I, I can tell you how I feel, but I don't want you to feel that way. That's a bigger discussion. That, or, that,
2: you know what, Tim? That is an amazing response. Mm-hmm. Amazing response. Like I have an opinion but I do not want to allow my opinion or view to sway your developing opinion. Right. And just leave it at that. Right. Just leave it at that. It's a simple And it's a fair answer. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, I, I, I think one of the things we need to start doing, it, there's cameras all through school nowadays. There, there's no fact that. I, I, aside from the bathrooms, I thought I would do um <laughs> uh, the uh you you're not allowed, but,
0: you know, yeah. uh, a lot of things you are not allowed to do John. Yeah, <laughs> you're, not, you're not allowed to do, but we see teachers get arrested are uh-huh. so
2: supposed to be doing. Um you have what's getting out that uh, you have yeah, so, so many, many cameras to the school. Uh you can't go anywhere on school property without catching it on camera for the most part. Yeah. Um and you have teachers who I believe are observed. Um, so I, I think they need to revise their policies on the fighting. Uh, and I, what I think when I say that is they split up two kids from fighting and they go back and they look at the camera and they see this kid walking down the hallway and some mm-hmm. other kid comes up, boom, shoves them in the locker, grabs a hold of them. And then, you know, naturally kid's like, oh, 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 we're not doing this, drills mm-hmm. them. That's up to the fence. You know as well as I do. You and I go into a bar. And I, I don't know you. You don't know me, but we both have an amount of alcohol in us. We're drinking. And for some reason, you think I said something I didn't, but you got a wild hair at your rear end. You come over and grab a hold of me and said, I'm going to beat your rear end. You physically grab a hold of me and I crack you in the mouth to get you to let me go they call that defense the police show up they pull the camera up and they see you come grab a hold of me and i hit you after you've grabbed a hold of me they said well mr Wheaton, you're free to go that was in defense mm-hmm. mr rando we can see that you physically grabbed a hold of him you're being charged with assault it should be like that in school i don't want to see kids charged
1: in school.
2: yeah <laughs> yeah but, uh i mean by all means uh But they can go to the cameras, and they can see, hey, this child was defending themselves. And even if it's not on
1: camera,
2: like if this kid is being tortured and picked on and picked on and picked on, because assault can be more than physical. You can have a verbal assault on someone. Absolutely. And this kid just – if you're looking at the camera and you see all of a sudden this kid just slams his hands down the desk. He stands up and walks across the room, and he lays a kid right out of his desk. First of all, no one does that out of board. Well, we'll say no one. <laughs>
1: Rarely <laughs>
2: does some kid think it's going to, it's, it's going to happen that way. Right. Um, it happened for a reason more often than not. And you can look into it and the teachers can say, Hey, listen, we split these kids up because this kid's just been tormenting this other kid. This kid's always been calling names. Uh, heaven forbid. I know teachers principal i know you're busy you got a lot going on Heaven forbid, you gotta do a little legwork on this one now mm-hmm. we call it investigating <laughs> yeah uh, we're gonna get some facts here watch not, the tape you know? <laughs> all right you're both wrong At the end of the day you got a suspension done and over with because yeah. you're not doing these kids any justice you're letting the kids down you're failing the kids i'm telling you not you're failing the kids mm-hmm. uh all you've done is showing the kid that was picking on the other kid that he can't do anything without getting in trouble. Uh, All you're doing is showing the kid that was picking on the other kid. If he comes and says something to you, cancer or nothing's going to happen to him Mm -hmm.
1: uh,
2: for the most part. And then the kid that did do something is what's the point? He can't do anything because he's wrong if he does something. Right. So if you do that, you put a little bit of legwork in. You do a little investigation. You say, hey, listen, we separated these two. This kid has come and said something to the teacher. This kid said something to the principal For This kid's been relentlessly picking on this kid. And so finally, up to the point, the kid said, screw it. Walks up. <laughs> you see him get up out of his chair. It was across the classroom. And Lay's kid clean the hell out. Don't suspend the kid.
0: Yeah.
2: By all means. Suspend the kid that got laid out. Because he verbally was verbally assaulting this kid, apparently for an ongoing amount of time. It's documented. They call that harassment Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
2: in the adult world. Uh, So, you know, maybe you wouldn't have some of these kids go home and feel powerless. Because I'm telling you, there is nothing that breaks my heart more than anything in this world. I'm telling you, when I hear about a kid that commits suicide and you hear about their, their social media getting tormented over social media, and that's, that's a whole other conversation. But tortured in social media, and they're getting tortured in school, and they, you hear about the parents, all the meeting the parents have had with this, the schools and the, the phone calls of the schools, and the kids saying something to the teachers, and nothing happened until, damn it, this kid goes home, and they, they, they hang themselves, they overdose themselves on medications and that, there's nothing makes me want to walk into a school that I've never met a staff member a day in my life and just want to just grab them by the throat and just shake the shit out. Yeah. Uh, because the, the school system and their, again, I'm going to say it, their bullshit policy on bullying it, It's wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. It
2: failed. It's lip service. All it is, is them, they, they got with their, uh, what do they call it, their attorney, their solicitor. That's mm-hmm. what it is. They got with their solicitor. and said, what can we put in writing to protect us from a lawsuit? And that's the other thing they need to uh, change, is it's Im- almost impossible uh, for a school to be held accountable yeah. for this stuff. And they got to change it
0: yeah and i think the other extreme to that john is not just the suicide rates but the kid that goes home gets a gun yes. and takes it upon himself goes to end the problem these- as opposed to where it could have been addressed you know yes
2: so, i i mean look at these mass shootings everyone wants to say blame the gun blame the gun yeah bullshit yeah look at the uh one of these you go in you see these long trails of documentation of the kid just being tortured and picked at, and again the bullshit zero tolerance on bullying that yeah. they have in place that all it does is they write some stuff down they noted that Well, we addressed it on paper we said something mm-hmm. here all you did was try and prevent yourself from a lawsuit yeah that is it uh Like you said, the the kid goes home, he gets a gun, or she gets a gun. She goes to the school. And then these kids may have never said a word to this child in their life pays the ultimate price for it.
0: Right. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's a, that's obviously a a part of the issue as well is that not only are we seeing kids taking their lives, but they're going out and taking other lives. And I want to be clear on the fact that I, I personally, I don't know. I feel like you might feel the same way, but I'm me personally. I feel like teachers may feel like their hands are tied because school districts are telling them don't get involved because then you're we will be held liable. Yes, you. And they're just trying to CYA themselves. Yes. And this is causing bigger problems. And I think teachers see these things and they're like, "Well, I want to do something. And yeah, I'm going to say something.
2: Is it going to cost me my job?
0: Right. Right. Is it going to cost me my job? Is it going to bring parents in here? Are the kids going to get pulled out of the school because of it? Or what? You know, what's, you know, what's going to happen? And they're afraid because they don't want to lose a job or they don't want to lose a kid or. You know, so their their hands are tied, and they're, and they're damned if they them. do,
2: yeah. damned if they don't. Yeah, there there's and then, I, and I I've heard it at teacher conferences. I've heard it. You get the, these little evil, little torturous, little shits of kids, <laughs> and the the teachers trying to talk to the parents, and it's not all parents. It's some some kids are just
1: mean.
2: Yeah, uh, like we we you and I just talked about. It. You got great parents, and some some kids are just evil little shit yeah
0: well they follow um, the crowd or they they do, they do what they think is expected of them because right. of um, their stature or whatever you know right
2: right but that and again that's what we socially accept in our school system right mm-hmm. now. we 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 perpetrate this we allow this to go on because we don't we we have the the way we have these standards and we don't put our foot down on it mm-hmm. when it's going on you know, me, me as a teacher, a teacher. If I was a teacher and uh, and I, if I was a teacher and I had some kid that was flashing his brand new $200 Nikes, mom and dad got money, blah, blah, blah and picking on another kid I would not hesitate would Whoa. not hesitate to be like hey listen, let me tell you something those $200 Nikes ain't making you any smarter and it shows by your test scores Sit down and chill out. Hey. Hey. The, um, so it's, it's, it's not. Yeah. Sorry for the barking, everybody. Yeah, At least she's not humping my leg this time. That's true. Um, so yeah, the teacher's hands, they're uh, unfortunately, the teacher's hands are tied. And again, I, you know, my, my sister-in-law, I, I feel so bad for her because she has, this
0: ambition and this fire in her to do great things for the
2: kids, but she's her right. Hands are, hands are tied. Yeah. So there's
0: always so much she can do. Yeah. And I, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of different things that could potentially help this situation. Um, We both are kind of on the same page as the standardized right. testing. Don't like that, but I'm not saying that kids don't need to be tested either. So
2: oh, kids, absolutely. Yeah.
0: You got to see where they're, well, where their levels at, right, you know, or yeah, that's, they, that's
2: <laughs> and I think, you know, with weekly testing, talk you know, quizzes, exams, uh, uh, not just, you know, uh, final exams. And stuff. Because I think if you wait till you get to a final exam to address an issue, it's too late. Because mm-hmm. that's it. That's the final exam. Right. That's it. You had finals and that's it. You either did it for the year or you did it. Um, but I, I do think through, like, little tests. But don't, like, my daughter comes home and she'll take these tests and, like, these quizzes and that. The teachers are like okay columbus sailed the ocean blue in what year this might be on a test coming up mm-hmm. so they'll write just that answer down instead of saying you know,
1: you know columbus sailed on these three ships you come
2: over in this year this month of the year the weather was like this uh, you had, had excellent excellent amount of people, people with, with them, and then as you teach this information, then you put down, put down them the test. Hey, hey, I mean, people didn't bring over the shifts, what was the year? Uh, and then it's a test of the knowledge that they've retained, not the knowledge that you've given them to take the test with, right? Intentionally uh, given them, uh, yeah. There's it's not, and like I said, poor, a lot poor system like poor I, I feel bad for all teachers, listen, all you teachers out there. uh I feel bad for you guys. Um, Don't for a minute think that me, I'm picking on you guys. My heart goes out to you guys. You guys have a tough job to do. Uh, Anyone working in the education system, my heart goes out to you guys. You guys do. Y'all are the soldiers in the education field. Um, Even the the, the staff, I feel bad for them, like the principals, the, the superintendents, again, because everyone's got to answer to someone. And when it comes down to it, it, it's sadly, it's about the money. Uh, it's about avoiding lawsuits. Uh, and it's about looking good, uh, on the numbers and that, that, unfortunately that's what it's come down to in the education system.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely want to kind of echo what you said and just, you know, make sure they understand that we are thankful for the work that they do. Um, I understand that not every teacher is perfect either um and you're going to have a bad day or maybe you're burnt out because of whatever reason um but you know we as parents and in a community need to support and help um but i think as we talked in earlier in the very beginning that teachers also need to know when and where to stop on certain things um
2: Know your role and stay in your lane. Yeah, yeah.
0: Again, we get it. You're there to help teach yes. our kids just because we don't have the time to do it, you know. Uh, maybe I do right now, but I right. <laughs> but not everybody has that luxury at this point. But um, you know, it. you're it's,
1: English,
2: you're an English teacher, you're you're betterist than I am yeah, yeah. In, in English. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: you know, if it's a political science kind of a class, then sure you're probably gonna talk about that stuff, but you also have to understand that not every kid is going to feel the same exact way and they shouldn't be afraid to express how they feel about those things. I don't know what fixes that ultimately. I think that's where the training comes in. Uh, And I know that teachers go to these conferences and they have trainings. I I get that. Right. Um, As far as standardized testing, that's just something I think it needs to just go away. Uh, And funding needs to get better. It needs to be better spread out so that we can build programs or, or, maybe have more cameras in a school so we can we can check to see if, if little Billy was the, the one that pushed whoever or punched right. whoever. You know, there's a lot of different things that I think that need to happen. Um, there's a lot of good things about our schools, but there are a lot of things that need to be fixed as well.
2: Right, I agree. So yeah, definitely a uh, great topic. Um, and but before we go uh, and before we wrap this up, uh, I, guys, listen, If you guys got opinions, facts, theories, thoughts, whatever, uh, you know, you listen to this episode, uh, by all means, comment because we we monitor the page and we definitely we want your opinion on it. So, uh, by all means, engage us. Uh, You hear the way we speak, and you know we don't get we don't get riled up, excited, and that. So don't ever, as we're speaking, because it's hard to as you're speaking through text, so to say, you don't get to hear the influx in people's tones and stuff like that. So don't ever think that we're being, you know, combative as we're we're always just doing that, just a conversation. So if you have a thought, have an opinion, have a question, uh, you know, go ahead and comment on our page. Uh, You know, if you're watching the video, go ahead and comment, ask a question, whatever. Um, Don't be shy. And for all of the English majors out there, I can't (laughs) help myself. I gotta do it. My most favorite word in the world. Irregardless, ah, I said it.
0: I, I think they actually put that in the dictionary. <laughs> I, I love it
2: every time someone eh, it never fails. Every time it's like, well, this isn't the proper conjunction of the word. blah blah yeah. blah blah. blah. And I'm like, irregardless.
0: I think I think they gave up and were just like, let's just give it Whatever. to them. You know, <laughs>
2: that, that and ain't. Remember, he always said, ain't ain't a ain't, word. Yeah, it's that in is, there now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I agree. I, comment. Let us know we'll definitely interact with you and just kind of talk it through. If you are a teacher and you have some, some facts that maybe we didn't cover or know um, feel free to throw those out there as well. I mean, you know, we're, we're <laughs> and you more can, than happy,
2: Yeah. And you can private message us also. Yeah. I, I get uh, sometimes with the teachers and stuff, it, it gets you know, like, I, I got great things. I, I actually like to have a, a really good friend of mine. Uh, I'm not going to say he or she, but they, Uh, It's probably the only time I will avoid he or she words.
1: Um, It's all other stuff, yeah.
2: But they will see something I post, and they really, really want to comment, but because of this person's job, they are in fear of their employer seeing their comment, and them losing their job because of their own personal beliefs. So this person actually, you know, uh, they just private message me and say, hey, uh, I, I I agree with this part. I disagree with that, and I'm like, yeah, hey bud I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And we'll have that conversation more
0: so Yeah, yeah. Well, and even if we talk about the discussion, we will keep it anonymous. We will make sure that we we use that information and not divulge where it came from or whom it came from. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh a word that I always struggled with saying, and an anemone, an and an We'll keep like it anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll
0: make sure we don't say anonymous. your name. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> i not even see it's hard, right? It. And <laughs> uh, uh, um, But yeah, but I think but it's I think important that, to, for you to, for teachers to have that outlet. And that we understand that you can't always say what you want to say yes. in a public forum because it could reflect poorly on you as yes. a as a as an educator or your your people that are employing yes. you as an educator uh, or whatever it is we're talking about. So please let us yeah. know.
2: I prefer you I prefer you reach out before your second bottle of wine.
0: Though. Right. You know- <laughs> yeah, we know
2: you teachers like to drink. We know it. I got some friends that are teachers. Y'all do some yeah, drinking. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame them. You know, I'll <laughs> drink the good stuff. Dude.
0: I only have one, and I have a couple of drinks down again because of it. You know, <laughs> right. a, you imagine having twenty of them. You know. <laughs> All right, Tim.
2: I, I, I think it's a good episode.
0: I yeah, think. yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, like we've said before, we're we're going to tackle some things, and and you know, we've been pretty close to on the same page about some things. For the most part, I'm sure we'll hit something somewhere. There'll be a bump in that road. So we (laughs) will. We'll hit it. Yeah. And whether that, you know, involves other people being a part, which I'm excited about having some guests on and you want to be a guest, reach out and let us know. Um, You can, you can reach out through the Facebook group or Facebook page, or if you know us personally um we're available just let us know and we'll work out a time that we can we can all get together and it's as easy as me sharing the zoom uh with you um and you can do it from a phone you can do it from a computer you know tablet hey, whatever
2: your and do
0: it. right you get yeah you don't even have to be on camera it's it's just it's fine the 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 purpose of a podcast most of the time is about the, the voice, you know, we're talking it out. Um, we just do a live because I think it's important for, you know, for our fans to see us and right. how beautiful we are. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you liked us, uh, continue to like us and yes. share these episodes, um, yes. share our page, let people know where you can find us, which is on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on Amazon, on Apple podcast, and right here on Facebook. Um, you can see us live uh, pretty much every week, you know, we may have some, some moments where we have a, a, a hitch in our giddy up because of life. Um, but we will always try to make sure, you know, if we're going to be postponing or not. And, uh, well, you know, sometimes we got to throw them together quick, like today. And, uh, that's okay. Cause you know, the beauty about this is that it's going to be available for you at any point in time. Uh, we just want you to listen, throw out some opinions and let us know how we're doing. So, um, John, anything else before we go?
2: That's our, uh, uh, wherever you worship, bless you, and uh, have a good day.
0: All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening and watching the uh, Operation Gray Area podcast. I got it right again. <laughs> Two in a row. All right. <laughs> uh, have a nice week. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. We're out of here.
2: Later.